Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime. Not from the Superbook Sports Studios, but from Indianapolis, Indiana, where we are here for the Scouting Combine. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. What you have at TrueMath Fitness, TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. They'll provide your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Get your fitness journey started today at TrueMathFitness.com. And the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton Real Estate Group will get you right at GaryAshton.com. So... Um, looking at the circumstance for the Titans right now, there's a couple of different questions that we've been talking about, you know, basically since the offseason began, since this team kind of showed itself to be what it was, a not really secure situation with some serious talent deficiencies, a lot of coaching changes that needed to be made, and ultimately personnel that needs to be substantially upgraded. So with everything that's going on with the roster, and with the team, a lot of you guys have brought up the idea of tanking and what that means for the Titans and how it might benefit them under the current circumstance. So your two rivers four take is quite easy tonight. Um, Whether you agree with it or not is a different question. But tank or no tank, what should the Titans do in 2023? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. It's your two rivers four take. It's made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford always sells all non-specialty new Ford vehicles below MSRP and will always go above and beyond to make sure you enjoy the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So tank or no tank? What should the Titans do in 2023? Stephen King says, trust the tank. Uh, Sam Carnita says, don't even think of the playoffs next season. Um, Jackie Holbert, hell no, you play to win just like your diet at the moment, Buck, let's just tank. Well, yeah, my diet did take a beating the last two nights. We went to, uh, St. Elmo's Steakhouse last night. We went to Ilaria, I believe is how the Italian uh, restaurant, uh, we went to tonight is pronounced. It was phenomenal. Uh, but yes, my diet is taking a beating, uh, during the combine week at Indianapolis. Such is life. So I, uh. I was interviewing Rand Carthon. We had him on the radio show. You can hear the full interview uh, when you subscribe to the podcast of the radio show that I do. It's very creative, the name. It's called The Buck Rising Show. Had Rand Carthon on the radio show, and I asked him, you know, the idea of tanking. Put it into context for people who are outside of a football organization. Media talk about tanking. Fans talk about tanking. How do you view it at this point? That we're in, and fans and media like to toss out words like, tanking in ways that I don't think football people use because you you laugh and I, I want to try and articulate for the audience the difference between how football people approach this and how it's discussed in an offseason regardless of who the club is I, I'll just my response to that will be can you imagine a conversation where I walk into a room and ask Mike Vrabel is there a way that we can tank this year that's not how Mike's wired Mike's a winner yeah. And so regardless of what's going on around us, who's taking the field, the objective is to always win. And so I wouldn't even – That's first of all, that's not who I am. Second of all, I would never approach 
you know, Mike, with a thought of us potentially tanking. Uh, so it's not apparently in the Titans' DNA at this point when you talk about who they are and who's running them at this stage. Pat W. says, no tanking. Let's see what Ran is made of. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000. Win or lose. The Superbook app is where you go to get the best odds boost and promo bets around. Superbook will match your first bet up to $1,000, as I mentioned, and they will always give you the best odds and promotions on your favorite major sports. They've even got a Tennessee tab as a Tennessee resident for you to wager on your all your favorite local teams. So download the Superbook Sports app. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So uh, Xavier says, great interviews today, Buck. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Vrabel I thought was really good, and Carthon I thought was really good. We we had a uh, – normally I don't like to do the radio show like that where we have um, – I think we had five guests in – nine total segments of radio that's not something that you know we necessarily strive for on a regular basis but given that all the guests were I think of you know high enough quality that we could do that today um yeah five really really strong uh people that we had the opportunity to chat with and Josh Pate Mike Giardi Mike Vrabel Rand Carthon and Greg Cosell of NFL Films all on the radio show today uh did you ask Vrabel if he's interested in tanking? Tanking, you know what, Jackie? I didn't. Um, now, I not on purpose. I honestly, uh, given the, I can't remember kind of the flow of the conversation, but it just didn't take us down the path where I was going to talk to him about tanking. I talked to him a lot about making personnel decisions and scouting players from college to the pros, and you'll hear a little bit of the uh, Vrabel discussion. Here in just a moment. Buck doesn't like his guests because he likes to hear his own voice. Says Stephen King, it's true. That's yeah, you know, I've been found out. That's <laughs> that's at the that's a that's at the core of the question. Yes, I like less guests so I can hear myself talk. More, more microphone time for me. Yes, more. <laughs> um, so with all that being said, you know, the idea of tanking for the Titans, I'm not a proponent of it necessarily. I don't want to watch a roster that's tanking. I don't think that's fair to, you know, coaches and players who will be on a roster and a, as a part of a coaching staff to kind of put them in jeopardy that way by having an act a season where you either actively or passively lose games. Um, so I am in the I am in the camp of no tank, but I think the strategy that they use moving forward can tell us a lot about how they view the roster at this point. I mean, there's no disputing that the way that the NFL's uh, draft order process is set up, and it, it incentivizes tanking. Like the Dolphins getting a bunch of fines for the way that they handled the Brian Flores situation. And in fact, uh, the Brian Flores situation being confirmed uh, to an extent with some, uh, I think, news coming out today about the lawsuit that he had filed moving forward um, in a substantial way. I saw that on the television while we were eating dinner and I wasn't able to hear the update on that. That was earlier. Flores can take claims to court was what came down at about 2.50 local time. Judge rules Brian Flores can press discrimination case versus the NFL and three teams in court after league asked for arbitration. So 
Uh, ultimately, the Dolphins in 2019, the tank for two a season. There was discussions of, uh, you know, $100,000 handshakes to lose games among Stephen Ross, the owner, and Brian Flores, who was the head coach at the time. Uh, obviously, the Dolphins were in the middle of a tanking season, but were able to win enough games at the end. I think they won like five of their last four, or four of their last five, rather, uh, down the stretch, and, uh, you know, really puts a lot of people in jeopardy that way. Tanking, I just, it's not a perfect science, right? Like, there's nothing to guarantee that the Titans are going to be bad enough to get the best quarterback in next year's draft if they just outright throw a season. So, you know, with all that being said, I think they, I think, I think Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel wouldn't do explore that path anyway. But, you know, it's just, it's not really a, a logical approach, I think, even though the structure incentivizes tanking right now. Let's, uh, let's talk about a player on the roster who you think is untouchable this offseason for the Titans. Because we got into a couple of discussions this week about Derrick Henry and the idea that the Titans, you know, uh, Rhett Bryan of Titans Radio is the executive producer. He had mentioned on, I think, Monday, if I'm not Tuesday, rather, because we were up here at Indy, the idea that, you know, he has this gut feeling that Derrick Henry might be traded with a $16 million cap hit on the Titans this year. It might make more sense to move him while he's still a legitimate asset for a lot of teams and try to regain some of that draft capital since you only have six picks in this upcoming draft. So we were talking about the idea of trading Henry. And so I'd like to ask you guys, name a player on the Titans roster you think is untouchable this off season. We will go through the discussion together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by true math fitness in the Gulch. Go to true math fitness to get your workout goals establish, get them started, and get your workout journey, your fitness journey, underway. It can be a difficult thing to start, but once you start, I promise you will feel so much better about what it is that you have set out to accomplish, whether that's to get in better shape, whether that's to lose weight, whether that's to tone yourself up a little bit before we all have to be in bathing suits at this particular time of year. True Math Fitness will put you in a position to succeed with their group classes, their personal training, or their open gym. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free and all of their great membership options. So, what player on the roster is untouchable right now? You know, Derrick Henry is the reason why I thought of this. And Derrick Henry, I don't think, is untouchable. I think a lot of you would find that blasphemous. Diane Mahone says Derrick Henry is untouchable on the roster right now. Hillbilly Ben says Henry is the best, but worthless without some other kind of offense. Trade for picks and rebuild. Pat W. says Tannehill is untouchable. I don't think that's true at this stage, but I uh, appreciate um, your uh, your uh, support of him, I guess. I think Ryan Tannehill is safer than Derrick Henry, B. Francis. I would agree with that assessment. Matthew Eggers says nobody is untouchable at this point. And P.F. says Rasheed Jenkins. That's an interesting selection uh you know I don't think I don't think there is a player on the roster that's untouchable right now and you know I think the Titans are in a spot where they have to have all options on the table I was at Mike Vrabel did the radio show today and I was asking him about the idea of releasing players um given that they just cut Taylor Lewan and I thought Mike Vrabel kind of articulated it very well done this a million different times and obviously had relationships with a ton of different players but like the balance of you know, maintaining the relationship, making sure they understand that they're, you're there to support them as their coach, as their friend. You're 
basically, in essence, a part of their family. And then, you know, you come to the situation like the combine, you're being asked a million questions about quarterback commitments and things like that, and it, you have to kind of publicly. And I've it. always said that it's difficult, I think, to do it the way that we do it. Not that, that we have all the answers, but we do try to make a connection, a strong connection, um, whether that be with A.J., whether that be with Will Compton, Taylor, you know, all, all the way down with different players, that Logan Ryan, or that, you know, you try to make a connection with, you try to get to know their family, you try to understand what they care about outside of the football field um, and support those. Uh, but then you also have to make decisions and, and, and hold them accountable for different things. And I think that that's always a fine line. I think that they've always found that they appreciate the, the honesty uh, and the directness. Titans head coach. So that is Mike Vrabel um, talking about the circumstance of cutting players when you you know try, try to build a family atmosphere. You're trying to support the players, but also yet yeah, understand that there are business decisions to be made. Uh, Pat says that I'm untouchable. No, listen, if anybody can get God, it's me, especially when there's no dead money left on my deal. The chopping block has never felt more real at this particular point in time. Stephen Birdwell says, I agree, but I believe it is possible. I'm not sure if he's talking to me or somebody else. Um, hell, uh, let's sell or uh, let's see. Hell, they even locked McNair out of the facility and let him go to the Ravens. Change happens. Yes, indeed, it does. It's a very real thing in the uh, National Football League. And, you know, at this stage for the Titans roster, I don't think there's any name on that list, including Jeffrey Simmons or Derrick Henry, who should be outright ruled out from being moved at this point. Okay, so we are going to uh, we are going to wrap things up with the rising and falling segment that we do at the end of every week, who in sports stock rose or fell the most. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Let me know who you would nominate. You're going to hear from Mike Vrabel again on this, uh, as a matter of fact. Who in sports stock rose or fell the most this week? We'll discuss right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will put you in position to succeed with that Intel edge. You need to sell your home without any showings or staging to find your next home while you sell your current one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market to win the buyer battle and to cash in on your home equity right now. GaryAshton.com is the team that your favorite teams trust, so make sure you get the Intel edge you need to succeed. Okay, so um, whose stock rose and whose stock fell the most in sports this week? Uh, let's see, the Georgia defensive lineman. I hope he falls to 11, says Stephen Birdwell. Well, that's a very optimistic way to look at a very terrible situation for a player who is now um, being charged with misdemeanors at this point around a uh, two deaths that he was apparently on the scene for as a part of a racing situation. You know, I don't necessarily know that I would be as gung-ho as Steven is to get Jalen Carter in the building, but, you know, whatever makes you happy at this point. Uh, with Jalen Carter getting arrested, that's going to shake up the draft. I love that that's the way that everybody is looking at this as a draft experiment as opposed to a situation for, you know, the legal process. But, yes, there will be some ripple effect on the NFL draft. You are accurate in saying so. Um, I think that the person whose stock rose the most is me. And I think the person whose stock fell the most is radio producer Lucas because Mike Vrabel called him out about being my personal assistant. Oh, I asked my own table about this. 
Mike Vrabel. Lucas, where's Lucas from? Well, Lucas is from Nashville, but went to high school in Alabama. Yeah. That's right. I've been listening to him talk all day. Kirby, he, nobody he, can hear what you're he saying. Said in he's the been listening to you talk all day. Wouldn't that's you look like that lo- if you had to listen? That's to why I'm getting up and leaving. All right. He doesn't have that luxury. He works for you. Is that your stretch? It is my stretch. <laughs> <laughs> that is my stretch and everything that now comes he's his headset on. Patently now false. All right, get yeah. out of here. And that's as much as stretch gets to talk. No, I'm kidding. My <laughs> here with us on 104.5 The Zone. Get out of here already. See you guys. Mike Vrabel, confirmed menace. Lucas Panzica stock down, Buck Rising stock up. Uh, Devin Mills says, "Get some sleep, Buck. Why do I look that bad? Good God! Maybe it's the lighting. I don't think it's. I don't think it's terribly favorable. But yeah, you know, combine week is a grind. That's fine. We're having a great time up here, and I think we're doing a lot of really good radio. And I think the primetime show has been a lot of fun. And gonna head out tonight, see what uh, I can learn, and catch up with some good NFL, uh, some good NFL friends who are." in town from other markets and national friends and all kinds of things about uh or uh, that we will uh, that we'll be able to learn some uh learn some information from and um you know have a good time and see if we can't get this uh get this a little make this offseason a little more clear at this point as far as all the different things that are flying around and everything that's up in the air in the news cycle right now lucas voice is terrible he comes on too loud with zach i don't know what that means but yes, I will agree with you. Lucas's voice is terrible. More bad things about Lucas. I actively encourage it. All right. Uh, well, speaking of Jalen Carter, I think I think it is worth pl- uh, playing the video because it's a situation that's going to dominate the combine headlines. Um, the uh, the loss of life on a January fifteenth incident. Uh, Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, he was at the scene. Apparently, left the scene after a crash that cost two people their lives. Um, apparently misled the police about it, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He is denying the latter part of that reporting um, and put out a statement saying that he had returned to Athens to try and straighten things out with police as soon as possible. But the news broke about 10 minutes before he was supposed to be on a podium in front of about 400 NFL media members. Uh, And certainly the timing of that is not lost on me. Yeah, this really played out in real time here in Indianapolis. Jalen Carter met with several teams last night, really about just football. And the way a lot of teams do it now is they have the meetings about just football here in Indy, and then they get to know the players more from a character and personal standpoint away from here. This did not come up in any of the conversations, according to people I've spoken with, because they knew there were some character concerns with Jalen Carter, knew they needed to get to know him much better off the field before they were able to bring him into their building, but they simply did not know that he was involved in this incident that unfortunately uh, resulted in a fatal car crash. So Jalen Carter was supposed to meet with reporters earlier today. Did not happen. A combine official said he was still doing his medical. Regardless, he did not do interviews with reporters, and he put out a statement earlier today saying that he was uh, received a phone call from police, which is how he first learned of his involvement. He said in his mind there is no question that he'll be fully exonerated when the facts will known. He's at, when the facts are known, and that he will be returning to Athens to address these charges. So Jalen Carter, one of the top picks of this draft, no longer in Indianapolis. It's a really serious situation. Um, and, you know, uh, how far does he fall, you think? I mean, I have no idea, man. I don't know if, like, these are charges and it has the potential to get worse. I don't, 
<laughs> I think the, the thing that matters the least right now is the damn NFL draft. This man is uh, about to undergo some serious scrutiny. So, yeah, we will uh, we will see. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight. Sports media will rush to defend him, says MKZ Zipper. MK Zipper Club? Okay. Um, sports media will rush to defend who? Jalen Carter? Who is rushing to defend Jalen Carter? Nobody, I mean, you know, Jalen Carter's situation just became available to us. I don't think it's a defense of him to say, yeah, I'll probably don't uh, mislead the cops if that is in fact the case. And also he should probably not be at the combine because he's got to figure out this legal situation. I do think it's interesting that the news breaks on the day that he's supposed to speak to 400 media members at this point and was supposed to do all kinds of national interviews and things of that nature. So that is not lost on me at all, but yeah, draft stock. I don't really, I don't really give a shit about his draft stock or not. I want to know what kind of charges he, he has, how much more serious they can get and how much longer this is going to go on before we start talking about the NFL draft. Anyway, see you guys tomorrow. One last primetime show radio show is going to be fun. Danny Kelly from the ringer is going to be on as well as uh, I'm sure some other guests who will stop by the table. Our friend Carmen Vitale, who covers the NFC North for Fox Sports, talk about the idea of the Bears shopping the number one pick and how interested the Titans should be in that at this point. Have a great rest of your evening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio show at 10. If not, prime time for one last time this week, tomorrow night. See you guys. Are you surprised to hear that? Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.